Welcome to Partnering Leadership, a top global leadership podcast for purpose-driven leaders with a growth mindset, seeking to learn from the leadership journey of change makers and business insights from leading global thinkers. For additional leadership insights and bonus content, visit us at partneringleadership.com. Now, here is your host, Mahan Tavakoli. Happy New Year and welcome to Partnering Leadership. I am so excited to have you coming along with me on this journey of learning and growth and really appreciative of you listening to the episodes and sharing them with your colleagues as the podcast is now ranked in the top 1% of all podcasts across the globe. I'm excited because I can see from the messages you share, the emails you send, and our interactions that you truly have a growth mindset, looking to constantly learn and improve with humble confidence. Confidence in the value you bring to the world and humility that there is so much for all of us to learn. So keep your comments coming mahanatmahantavikoli.com. There's a microphone icon on partneringleadership.com. You can leave voice messages for me there. The first Tuesday of every month, I share with you some of my leadership perspectives, and I really appreciate the incredible feedback I got on last month's episode on the leadership lessons of the woman-led fight for freedom in Iran. My life partner, best friend, incredible wife, Azadeh, which by the way means free or free-minded in Farsi, is the person who encouraged me to share those thoughts and sentiments. And she is also the artist who had drawn the beautiful image we used as the cover of the podcast episode. So really appreciative of all of your support as we think about the leadership factors that make a difference in our lives in our teams and organizations, and also in the community. Now this month, I want to talk about something that will significantly impact our lives in the coming years, and that is artificial intelligence. While there are always hype cycles, and there have been some on different technologies in the past, I think if you get rid of the hype, There is a lot of transformation that will take place in our lives and organizations as well as our communities as a result of AI. And this is not in the distant future. This is in the coming years, which is why I believe it's really important for us to better understand artificial intelligence and its potential applications. We don't need to become technologists, however, we need to develop a deeper understanding of AI. AI is all around us, from the algorithms on social media that decide which posts we get to see, to the applicant tracking systems many organizations use that pick the resumes that the HR departments end up seeing, to even the AI video interviewing tools that organizations are using. It's all around us, and I believe that we are at a pivot point going into the exponential curve of AI. I had a conversation with Azim Azhar early last year on his outstanding book, The Exponential Age, and we'll link to it in the show notes. Definitely listen to that when you get a chance to understand the potential of exponential technologies. And 
being that I believe this is critical to how we lead our teams and organizations, I will be bringing on guests with deep expertise on AI so we can better understand together. With my first guest episode on the topic of AI with Tom Tully, who has a series of outstanding books, including Artificial Intelligence Basics and Non-Technical Introduction. As I mentioned, AI is part of all of our lives. But for now, I want to focus most specifically on the chat version of AI, which I came across on Thursday, December 1st, and could see the potential of the technology, not just as it currently exists, but as it will continue to develop over the coming years. So on December 1st, uh, I was spending time on the platform and I was stunned, not just with this current functionality, but how truly transformative this conversational version of artificial intelligence can become. It is really important when we are planning, whether it is for ourselves, our teams, and our organizations, to focus five to 10 years out. So think about it first of all. ChatGPT was introduced on November 30th and it crossed 1 million plus users in just five days. To compare, it took Netflix 41 months, Twitter 24 months, Pinterest 20 months, Facebook 10, and Dali, which is the image version of the AI, and Instagram two and a half months. So you might ask, what is ChatGPT? It is what's called a natural language processing model. And it was developed by OpenAI. And it is designed to generate human-like responses to text input. It is trained to understand and interpret natural language in a way that people speak and write. So this allows it to generate responses that are much more human-like. You feel like you're interacting with a person. Added to that is the fact that ChatGPT carries on a conversation. It remembers what you said, and it's responding to your input in a way that continues the conversation and keeps building on it. It is willing to take feedback and become more specific in its responses or more general based on your feedback. So there are lots of different ways to use this powerful chat GPT. You can automate tasks, you can write emails, get quick answers to questions very different from Google much more insightful in many instances, which by the way is also something that can get in trouble because ChatGPT gives responses with the same level of confidence, even at times when it's wrong. It can create a marketing and SEO strategy. It can write articles and copy, pretty good ones. They are not outstanding, but again, remember, look at the content it's producing now and think, as it is learning with every single interaction, how much more capable ChatGPT is becoming on an hourly, let alone daily basis. It can write essays, music, sitcoms, movie scripts, 
jokes. Some of them are pretty funny. And just to give you a sense, an 11-year-old developed a game using ChatGPT without knowing how to code or do programming. Erin Booth, she's a virtual assistant coach. She asked ChatGPT to make her website more functional, more relatable, with an emphasis on sales conversions, and ChatGPT did that. So I wanted to have a little fun with ChatGPT, and I asked ChatGPT to write a poem about itself. So through a poem, I could describe what ChatGPT is a little bit better to you. Here is a poem that ChatGPT wrote. Took it a couple of seconds to come up with this. In the digital age, a new technology rises, a tool of great power to transform and surprise. With its algorithms and data, ChatGPT can learn and grow, generating responses that humans might not know. It can understand our words and respond in kind, carrying on a conversation with a human-like mind. It can analyze data and find hidden patterns, providing insights and predicting what comes next. With its AI-powered brain, ChatGPT can do so much from automating tasks to personalizing the touch. In the coming years, AI will only grow and ChatGPT will be there helping us to know. So let's embrace this technology and see what it can do. For with ChatGPT by our side, the future looks bright and new. People have written lots of different poems using ChatGPT. Some of them hilarious. Some of them very good. Some of them not so good. But again, think about the capabilities that this tool has and the functionality that it has in so many different parts of our lives and different aspects of how organizations operate. Let me give you some other examples. ChatGPT can help you summarize. So if you take a document, put it in there, ChatGPT summarizes it, and you can ask for it to summarize it in a way that a high school student can understand it or an elementary school can understand it. It can help you with planning and thinking. I asked it to schedule the launch for a startup on September 1, 2023, and asked it to include deliverables, timelines, contingency planning, team bonding, breaks, brainstorming, and user testing. And guess what? It gave that to me. Now, the most important part is when it did, I gave it feedback I said, I don't like the timelines. Can you adjust to give more time to the brainstorming sessions? And that's exactly what it will do. It plans and adjusts based on the commands that you give it in chat. I'm sure that OpenAI will pretty soon start charging for access to ChatGPT. They have introduced this in order to both publicize it and strengthen the system. And keep in mind that OpenAI is just one organization that is working on this. Google has been working on DeepMind for quite a few years now, and that is also supposed to be a powerful conversational 
AI. So when I saw all of this, I wanted to see what my girls would think of it. I told them all about it. And my seventh grader first asked ChatGPT to write a play in the style of Shakespeare about volleyball. In a couple of seconds, ChatGPT came back with a fun and creative play in Shakespeare's style and language. She then asked for a poem about her sister, gave ChatGPT a few specifics, and ChatGPT came back with a funny and clever poem. After a couple of minutes, it hit her. She said, hey, I can have this thing do my English homework for me. And I thought to myself, wow, this will change our approach to education. And hopefully flip the classroom where the classroom still is focused in many parts of education on the teacher teaching as opposed to engaging the minds. Kids go home and do homework and write their essays. Well, with ChatGPT writing essays, I don't think too many teachers will be assigning essays anymore, at least to be written at home. So we have to think about education differently. If you want to get a sense again of the humor and the potential of ChatGPT and something that relates to leadership and organizational culture, someone I follow both on Twitter and his work is Anand Sanwal. And he asked ChatGPT a brilliant question. Anand asked ChatGPT, write a company culture code that is full of jargon and which actually says nothing. <laughs> and here's what ChatGPT came up with. Our company is committed to fostering a dynamic and collaborative work environment that empowers our team members to think outside the box and drive innovation. We believe in leveraging our collective strengths and diverse perspectives to drive success and deliver value to our stakeholders. Our team members are expected to embody our core values of integrity, accountability, and excellence, and to act as ambassadors for our brand. Those are the first three, and you get a sense. This is like a lot of corporate value statements and culture codes that I've seen, unfortunately. But... ChatGPT gets it and comes back with this response. The way I view this is that it's quite likely in a few years, we will be able to have our version of Jarvis in Iron Man in our ears, giving us advice and being a companion, helping us get to an augmented future of work. This is the way AI is going to be, which is why it's really important for us to understand it. And by the way, I don't want to minimize the fact that there are real concerns with ChatGPT. And I share those concerns and want to have conversations with some experts in the field to understand it better. For example, ChatGPT has bumpers in there in order to make sure it is not used for nefarious purposes. You can't ask ChatGPT things that would break the law. However, those are decisions that Sam Altman and his team at OpenAI have made, but this is one organization that has been working on AI. There are 
thousands of organizations working on different AI tools. So there are questions, including with the confidence, as I mentioned, ChatGPT doesn't give you a level of confidence. Every response, it is very confident of it, even when it's wrong. Bias that can be baked into this. Sometimes people think AI isn't biased, but who created the AI? The people that set the parameters on the AI's initial decision-making, yes, there's ongoing learning. They have an impact on it. Privacy. And eventually, we have to have conversations around the job transitions. There are tech optimists that say, we have gone through things in the past where people have said will cause there to be a reduction in the workforce. People have found new jobs. And then there are tech pessimists that say this is going to destroy jobs and we are all going to look like those images of the cartoon Wally. Not sure if you saw that or not, but people sitting on big beach chairs being driven around sipping their sodas and not having anything to do. I fall somewhere in the middle. There are real concerns that we need to address and there is real potential. There will be real jobs of the future that we don't know of right now. My girls sometimes say in middle school and high school, they ask us, what do you want to study and what do you want to do when you grow up? I encourage them to have aspirations, but I also tell them a lot of the jobs of the future, five, 10 years from now, we cannot conceive at this point. So there is no need to be definitive because AI has a lot of potential. This chat GPT is just one version of it. I mentioned the sister to chat GPT, which is Dolly, creates AI powered visuals. There is a system called ACAN, which was trained on thousands of paintings and is able to create its own unique works of art. It is not just duplicating what's out there. There is AI-powered music. There is a system called Amper, and it creates customized music tracks based on a user's preferences and specifications. There's AI-powered fashion, AI-powered wine. So there are lots of applications for AI, which as I mentioned, why I will spend some of my time trying to understand its application in organizations and its impact on our lives and community further by having conversations with experts in the field. I'm going on this learning journey along with you and really look forward to it. Now, to make for a fun ending to the episode, I went back to my new friend, Chad GPT, and I wonder if the movie Her will become a reality. If you haven't seen that movie Her, the character in the movie falls in love with this voice AI. So I went back to ChatGPT and to show you its creativity, I asked it to write a short play in Shakespeare's style of a person falling in love with ChatGPT. And here is what it came back with. Act 1, Scene 1. Enter Rosalind, 
a young woman walking through a park deep in thought. Rosalind says, to chat GPT or not to chat GPT? That is the question. Whether it is nobler in the mind to suffer the slings and arrows of outrageous fortune or to take arms against the sea of troubles and by opposing end them to chat GPT. Chat GPT says to sleep no more and by a chat GPT to say we end the heartache and the thousand natural shocks that fleshes air though this a consummation devoutly to be wished to chat GPT to sleep to sleep perchance to dream a there is the rub for in that sleep of chat GPT what dreams may come when we have shuffled off this mortal coil must give us pause there is the respect that makes calamity of so long a life for who would bear the whips and scorns of time and it goes on and on with this Shakespearean style of this person falling in love with Chad GPT. Yes, at times it can be seen like a toy, but when you think about the fact that people who don't know how to program are now programming using Chad GPT, Azimas Har, by the way, asked Chad GPT to design a lemon juicer that wouldn't require for you to cut the lemon in half. ChatGPT came up with that design. So to think about the incredible potential that this artificial intelligence has and the aspects of our lives that it will impact is huge. So I am excited to learn about it, to learn about the technology, to use it for good in our professional lives, in our organizations, and in our community to have a positive impact. I believe those of us that have the right intentions can use the technology for good, and that's why it's important for us to learn more about it in order to reinvent ourselves and in order to have that positive impact. It's a real joy to go along on this journey of learning and growth with you. Keep your comments and questions coming. I have a lot of great guests lined up for you, including some focusing on AI and AI's impact on the future of our professions, our organizations, and our community. You have been listening to Partnering Leadership with your host, Mahan Tavakoli. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a rating and review of the podcast on your favorite podcasting app and forward the conversation to a friend or colleague so you can help more people discover their purpose, grow professionally with meaning, and have a greater impact. For additional leadership insights and bonus content, visit us at partneringleadership.com.